Welcome to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe for free always at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, on with the show. This episode, I'm going to walk you through Braid. Sort of a semi-walkthrough, not as thorough as some of the other ones I've done. But if you do not like spoilers, then you might not want to tune into this one. Because there's going to be plenty of them. First, a quick synopsis. Two wanted women decide to rob their wealthy, psychotic friend who lives in the fantasy world they created as children to take the money they have to take part in a deadly, perverse game of make-believe. I almost don't feel qualified to talk about this film because A. It's about young women who had childhood make-believe that continued until adults. And two, it's just very disturbing and not usually the kind of film that I would probably do a walkthrough of. However, it's recent, it's out there, it's on Prime, and so I'm going to go ahead and do this one, recommend it to you ironically, during the feel-good Christmas season. Madeline Brewer is in this, and we have seen her in The Handmaid's Tale. She's the one that loses her eye, and uh, her character is named Janine Lindo. She's extremely disturbing. She's a very beautiful young woman, but in that role, it's kind of hard to tell because she's got an eye poked out. There's usually something bad to happen to her all the time. But The Handmaid's Tale would be a whole nother show, so I don't want to get too on to that. She's also in Cam. She plays Alice and Lola, and I recommended that in the past. That's a good good movie. It's on uh, Netflix, so that's another film. I believe I did a show on that. If I have it in the archives... See, what happened is I moved my show to a different server... And it just took forever to do each show, so not every show got moved over. But as I mention them and as I see that I've done them, I'll put them up. So I'll try and put the cam show. Imogen Waterhouse is in this. She reminds me a lot of... She sort of reminds me of sort of like younger Jessica Chastain or smaller Jessica Chastain. I think she's got a lot of work ahead of her in movies, and she certainly shows a lot of potential. And she's one of the masterminds of this crazy plot. She's also been in Nocturnal Animals. We may see a lot more from her. She does a great job in this. Then you have Sarah Hay, one of the other girls. She's in Flesh and Bone, Black Swan, I'm Dying Up Here, Room 104. She did a great job in this, and she herself is the actual mastermind of this group. Then we have Scott Cohen. Took me about four minutes to try and remember what I'd seen him from. And then, thanks to my wife and daughters, I have a keen recollection of Gilmore Girls. That's right. He is the English teacher, beau of Ms. Lorelai. They date, and they have issues, and they have conflict. And if you've seen Gilmore Girls, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's the guy. He looks like he's aged a little bit. I think they tried to make him look older because these girls are supposed to be older as well so they made him look really older what happens with him is quite interesting 
The whole movie is interesting, so without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into Braid and what it's all about. As you know, I'm very fond of horror, so I'm always doing searches of horror, and this was a search of a more recent horror. I came up with a few that I hadn't seen, but to be honest, I think I've kind of wiped it out. I need to see The Lighthouse. If you've seen The Lighthouse, send me a little message on that, or make a comment, or reply on Twitter. Just, what do you think of Lighthouse? Because it got such great reviews. However, friends of mine that I respect a lot are saying, eh, eh, not good, sucked, not even worth the money. Anyhow, let me know what you think of The Lighthouse. But having said that, this was a modern horror that I had not seen, and it was streaming on Amazon Prime. Ding, ding, little light goes on because I have Amazon Prime. In fact, I just paid my annual membership. I believe it was $80, but I'm not quite sure. Such a good deal. You get free shipping on anything you buy, even if it's just a pencil. It's free shipping. You get the movies too, of course. But as I looked at this film, I did not like the short plot synopsis. I thought, hmm, this doesn't sound like one I'd probably like. So actually, I'd actually put it on my watch list but kind of bumped it down and wasn't really looking forward to see it but finally when I ran out of all these movies from uh, 2019 I figured it was time to go ahead and give Braid a try. I watched it and here's what I got. Petula and Tilda live as young artists in New York but make a living as drug dealers and we're brought right into this we see them counting money we see them rubbing cocaine or meth or whatever it is they sniff these days on their top front teeth. I mean, these girls are bad girls. The irony of it is they're both hot. They're in jeans. They're very trendy looking. And they're talking about all the money they're going to make paying back their student loans. So in a way, it's like saying, yeah, these are smart criminals. Well, as they talk about it a little while and kind of share some gazes off into the uh, sides of the screen you know making you wonder what are they thinking about what are they pondering something's up here and it's definitely something they would get totally busted for and it's taking place in kind of an old beat up house that you know the there's no furniture in it it's just a, a squatter's place really and then all of a sudden bam 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 open the fucking door yep that's right it's a drug bust and you're almost thinking Geez, I was just getting to like these girls, but they're going to jail. There ain't no way they're going to get out of this. I think they said the amount of money they had there was somewhere around $70,000. have to check my sources there. If I'm wrong, let me know. Let me know you're alive by correcting me. But I think it is about $70,000, which, you know, that's a lot, of, a lot of cash. So they barely escaped themselves from this drug bust. but They had to leave all the drugs and all the money behind. So they are now fugitives and also in debt with their drug supplier who we hear about and that just seems scary because you know he's going to hunt them down. So now they've got that on their plate. So right there should be an uh, example to young viewers to not deal drugs. Well what can you do just to get $70,000 together? Not much. I mean I guess you could rob a bank, you could rob a family member. You could rob an old friend from childhood who is mentally ill and pretends that she's living in a house 
with a full-on family, but she's all by herself. Yeah, that's right. That long sentence. But yeah, they have a, a friend who has gone mentally deranged, and some for some reason, she has gathered together a lot of cash, and these two girls know about it. Her name is Daphne, and she plays the role of a mother in a childhood game they used to play. The only difference between them and Daphne is that Daphne is still playing it. She's lost her mind. <laughs> to reconnect with Daphne and keep her distracted while planning the robbery, Petula and Tilda engage... What names there are? That's just, I mean, there's weird names in 2019, but... Tilda and Petula. My, my, my. They engage with her in their old childhood games. They go on in. They start playing the games. She kind of makes a side view look when she hears them come in, wondering what the hell is going on. But she wants to play, obviously, so she plays along. And I assumed at this point they're going to be looking for the money somewhere in the house. Apparently one of them knows where it is in a safe and how to get into the safe. So they start to engage with her in their old childhood games. The one comes in, hello mother, I'm home from school, and it's very uh, creepy just the way they're playing house. It sort of reminded me a little bit of um, Pleasantville, uh, what was going on there, where the wife was supposed to do all the cooking and stuff. Horrible times for to be a woman in the 50s. But it looked like a 1950s place, and... Uh, she was talking to the girl just like she was her daughter. Looks like it had, nothing had ever passed since the time of their childhood. But little did she know, this was going to take a very sadistic turn. The local police detective, Siegel, who knew all three of the women as kids, which I found that very interesting. He's a little older than them. He tracks down Petula and Tilda to Daphne's mansion. When he shows up to arrest them, and by that interrupts their game, and we're skipping ahead a little bit, all three of them unite to murder him. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when we practice to deceive. And then they continue the game afterwards. There is definitely some excitement in this film. There are some beautiful colors in the drug scenes where it appears as if PCP has made their vision go two-tone blue. That stuff is pretty cool, not because you should take drugs or that I take drugs or that I'd want to take drugs, but it's just cool the way they made it look on screen it's bloody there's a lot of stabbing that goes on cutting that goes on uh it's not always a pleasant movie to watch it is rather disturbing but as someone told me a long time ago that is an aspect of horror not just jump scares but sometimes disturbing content and is definitely there if you also remember Brittany Murphy in Girl Interrupted, which was in 1999, 
a very, very well put together film. And of course, may Brittany Murphy rest in peace. She was too gorgeous to die, and it's just really sad that she left this planet so early. We would have liked to have seen a lot of those eyes on screen again. It's similar to that kind of twistedness, how crazy this girl is. And ultimately, it ends up being just fucked up movie it's a messed up movie it does have horror it was bored teetering i think it's it's fitting that they got the guy from the gilmore girls because it is teetering on being like a wb thing but it's so violent and the subject matter is so dark that it sort of works its way out of that thank god it's a little trendy but definitely something different and horror like i haven't seen and weirdness like i haven't seen really since i think tusk now this movie is not my favorite movie like tusk is my favorite horror movie like tusk is and insidious are but it's kind of creeping up there for being so original and that's really what i liked about braid so super enjoyed it if you managed to get here you still haven't seen it I left a lot out, so I think you're really going to enjoy the plots and turns. And I didn't give away the ending, so yes, there are some spoilers, but I didn't go too crazy on the spoilers. I definitely would recommend it. For me, this one earns a 7 out of 10. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.